Big boy on that play shit. What you know about me, Jimmy? What you know about me? What you know about me, Jimmy? What you know about me? What you know about me, Jimmy? What you know about me? Jimmy, Jimmy, what you know about me? What you know about me, Jimmy? What you know about me? What you know about me, Jimmy? What you know about me? What you know about me, Jimmy? What you know about me? Jimmy, Jimmy. Yo, what's good, fam? Y'all already know what's going on. Back with another one. UFC 292, Aljamain Sterling, Bantamweight Champion, taking on Sean O'Malley in the main event. Then you got Wei Li Zhang taking on uh, Amanda Lemos in the co-main event. So you got two title fights with a bunch of good matchups on the undercard. So you feel me? We're going to get into them hoes. And uh, with that being said, man, Aljamain Sterling coming off his third title defense over his biggest win in his career to date versus Henry Cejudo. You know, going into his fourth title defense versus Sean O'Malley. And he coming off the biggest win in his career to date so far, too, over P.O. DeYoung, who is a former champion. He was just like two or three tight. He was like two or three fights out of being, you know what I'm saying, being the champion. So yeah, man, that was a good win for Sean O'Malley. Even though some people feel like he didn't deserve the win, you feel me? But at the same time, some people felt like he did deserve the win, you know. But uh, with that being said, man, you know, the first thing that come to my mind is that P.O. Young was able to take down Sean like seven times in that fight, you know. And P.O. Young ain't even the same type of grappler that Aljamain is, you feel me? So. If that's if if Fiorion was able to do that to him, what what's gonna stop Aljamain from taking his, taking the fight to the ground? You know, he came in on way, he came in in shape sharp. The boy look shredded like a motherfucker, you know. But Sean O'Malley got that equalizer. You feel me? He got he got the most devastating power. Obviously, got the better striking, better hands, better kicks, all that. You know, but Aljamain been coming along with his striking, and he was able to show that in his last fight, last couple of fights, you feel me? So, yeah, bro, I feel like Aljamain is going to be able to get the win. He probably going to get him by submission, or he might be able to knock him out on the ground. I might, I, I won't be surprised if he do, you feel me? I think he's going to be able to do the same thing he did against TJ Dillashaw. And, you know, I know TJ Dillashaw had the fucked up shoulder and all that shit, but at the same time, you know, Aljamain was just more dominant than him, you know what I'm saying? Even before his shoulder was fucked up in the fight. It probably was fucked up before the fight, but I don't really give a fuck. Aljamain was dominant in that hole, and they shined through. You feel me? Then he showed in the Henry Cejudo fight that it wasn't no fluke, even though Cejudo was coming off a layoff, and that fight was tougher than what people thought, but Cejudo was still the favorite going into that fight, if I'm not mistaken, you know? So correct me if I'm wrong, but he was still able to prove boys wrong in that fight as well. But yeah, man, I think I'm gonna take a double chance on Aljamain Sterling KO or submission. Or you can go submission or by or decision. You feel me? Because he got like eight wins by decision and only three wins by KO. With one of them wins being recent, you know what I'm saying? So shit. Yeah, I would say probably double chance submission or uh, decision by Aljamain. But if you feeling a little lucky, probably go with KO by uh, Aljamain. But shit. Me personally, I'm going submission Aljamain or decision. You know, I'll probably sprinkle some on Sean O'Malley too, cause he a he a decent sized underdog. You know, last time I checked, I think he was like a, I want to say he was like a uh, plus he was like plus two hundred, plus two twenty. 
So yeah, man, that's not a bad uh that's not a bad bet to make, not a bad underdog at all. Plus two fifteen now. So yeah, bro, I'll I'll probably sprinkle some on Sean O'Malley too, because he got that equalizer dog. And his hands is really like that. You feel me? I think that's the best part of his stand up is his hands. You feel me? And he throw a lot of unorthodox strikes too at the same time. His combinations is crazy. Sean O'Malley like that, bro, but I don't think he ever showed us that his grappling is in his bag or he ever showed us that he can really grapple like that because he ain't really fought no top no top competition besides Piotr Young. And Piotr Young ain't no grappler. We know what Piotr Young like to do. You feel me? And he was able to take Sean down multiple times throughout that fight. You know? Yeah, man. So I'm going with Aljamain, but I won't be surprised if Sean win the fight. And, uh, yeah, I'll sprinkle some on Sean. You feel me? So, yeah, bro. Moving on to the co-main event. Got Zane Wei Lee, you understand me, taking on Amanda Lemo, strawweight champion, Zane, two-time, coming off that win over Carla Esparza, submitted her. So, yeah, bro, she on a two-fight winning streak, and you got Amanda Lemo, who's also on a two-fight winning streak, coming off that KO win over Marina Rodriguez of, uh, was that, like, November in the 22? So, yeah it's, yeah, it's been a minute since we've seen Amanda Lemos fight, but, you know, shit. Time is better now than never, you feel me? Go on, get in that hole and get it in. But, yeah, man, both girls on the winning streak. You feel me? Coming into this fight, bro, I ain't gonna hold you. I got I got Whaley winning that hoe. KO or submission. A lot of people feel like she's gonna be able to submit her because she got she got a good amount of submissions on her record. I think she got like eight wins by submission. You know, and the first time we seen Amanda step up in competition against Jessica Andrade, she didn't really put on a good showing for herself, in my opinion. Got submitted in the first round, and it was like real early in that fight, too. And that was like after uh, Jessica had took a loss, you understand me? And she ain't really been looking good in her last couple of fights, you understand? So, yeah, bro, I feel like Wei Lee going to be able to get the dub. I think she going to finish her for sure because Amanda Lemos ain't really showed us nothing against real top top five competition, you know? She got that win over Marina, and that was a good dub. Got the win over Angela Hill, you know, but Angela Hill was able to take it to a split decision. So, you know how people feel about that shit. And you feel me, Angela Hill, veteran, no doubt, but she got double-digit losses at the same time. You feel me? So you fighting for a belt, and we ain't seen you fight, and we only seen you fight against, like, real top five former champion title contender type competition one time. And shit, we already know what you did against that. You feel me? So that just lead me to believe that Wei Lee just gonna come in and put the, could put the hand, put the beats on her. You understand me? Yeah, Waylee, in my opinion, she in the middle of her prime right now, bro. You feel me? Coming off them back-to-back losses to Rose, she was able to put it together, got a win over Joanna. You feel me? Which hurt my heart, but shit, she was able to do that. You feel me? And then she came back and beat Carla Sparza, who beat Rose again. You feel me? To become two-time. Now she two-time herself. You feel me? So yeah, bro. First, first title defense in her second reign. I feel like Jay, I feel, I feel like uh, Zayn gonna get the dub, bro. I don't think it's going the distance though. You can double chance that by KO submission, but a lot of people feel like she's gonna get the submission. So decent odds on that. I think that's like plus 400. So I, w- I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be mad if you did that for sure.
Yeah, right now she'll plus four fifty to get the win by submission. Zang is. So I I would go with that for for sure. But uh Amanda got some power. You feel me? Most of her wins would come by knockout. So she got some power for sure. So that's gonna be her chance to win the fight. And we done seen Zane get knocked out before, you feel me? Rose did it in the first round against her a couple of fights back. So she who's to say she can't get caught again, but I highly doubt it in this fight. You know. So yeah, bro, I'm going Whaley for the finish. You know, so yeah, with that being said, bro, moving on from there, we got what? Who is this? Ian Gary taking on Neil Magna. And this was a uh this was a short notice fight for Neil Magna. He's stepping in for Gioff Neil. You know what I'm saying? Cause uh Neil had to pull out of the fight. So seven days short notice. Ian Gary, you feel me, young prospect to almost into contender because this Neil Neil Magnet is basically like that gatekeeper gatekeeper type of guy that's gonna you know, he's like the measuring stick to see where you at in the UFC, you feel me? So, yeah, bro, Ian Gary on that level, he on that, well, he in between that limbo of being prospect and contender, and I feel like this that perfect fight for him. He been calling for this fight, let him tell it, you feel me? A little bit of fake anna between them boys, you know what I'm saying? I think Ian Gary just trying to get himself hyped up to get pumped and have something to fight for in this fight, you know what I'm saying, besides calling out Neil, you know? So, yeah, bro, I'm going in Gary for the finish, too, in this fight. You know, he was able to finish Daniel Rodriguez in his last fight. He'd been on the winning streak. He, I think he'd been finishing all his opponents since he joined the UFC, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, bro, Ian Gary, I'm going for the, I, I think he's going to be able to get the finish, you know what I'm saying? Neil Magny, he'd only been, he'd only been uh, stopped, like knocked out twice, you feel me? But that shit happened way back in the yap yap, you understand me, like five years ago. You know, he done mis- been submitted a lot lately. You feel me? Gilbert Burns was able to submit him. Uh, who else was able to submit him? Shad Cat Rockmanov was able to uh, was able to submit him. You know, so yeah, he, he, he done took some losses by submission for sure. But at the same time, he didn't show that he really uh, a, a nice, you know what I'm saying? He really liked that because he didn't show us against a tough competition where he thought we was going to get the dub. You feel me? I thought Jeff Neal was going to be able to get the dub against him. He showed us that he not ready to say that shit. He just going to drop down and lose to anybody. So, hey, man, who's to say that he don't pull it off this fight? Because he's very up and down, bro. And it's, it's, it's around that time that he need to do it. You know, even though he coming off a win over Phil Rowe, you understand me? He, he need a dub against a, 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 a bigger named opponent. But I doubt it happened in this fight. I think Ian gonna get it done. But I'll sprinkle some on Neil too, cause just cause he's such a, a big underdog. I think he's like a plus three fifty. So yeah, bro. While you got Ian Gary at like a minus five hundred, you could probably sprinkle some on the fight to go the distance or not, you feel me? I don't know what the odds look like on that hole. Matter of fact, let me check his shit. When I ain't doing shit else. Let me check that shit out. Fuck what they talking about. Damn, they ain't got no um, trip. So yeah, the the uh, the odds on that on the fight to go the distance is like a plus one forty two. So I can see that happening as well, cause like I said, Neil had only been knocked out twice, and Ian Gary only got one submission on his uh on his record at twelve and zero. He could have underrated grappling. He we just never seen it before. You feel me? He just been knocking out everybody that we seen him against. You feel me? But he don't strike me as that type of person that's gonna 
come in and look to take down Neil and get him to the ground and check, get, you know what I'm saying, get advantage positions to where he can actually lock up submission. So, yeah, bro, I think Ian Gary probably by KO or decision. I can see either one of those happening for sure. So, yeah, that'd be nice to, uh, that'd be nice to parlay that shit with. What else we got? Oh, Demon Blackshare and Mario Mario Batista. You feel me? This another short notice fight. Demon Blackshare stepping in for Cody Garbrandt, who had to pull out. We just seen him fight last weekend. Got the third twist in UFC history. So yeah, bro, we know he a a real deal grappler. You know what I'm saying? They say the same thing about Mario Mario Batista. You know, but coming into this fight, bro, I feel like Demond is probably going to get the dub. This might be the best bet to pick up, too. He like a plus 180 underdog. You understand me? Bigger fighter, taller fighter, longer reach. Um, that don't really matter much, you know what I'm saying, because both guys like to grapple. But Demond has shown in the past that he'll let his hands go, too. You feel me? So if both guys is, uh, you know what I'm saying, able to, nullify each other wrestling and they grappling shit we may see a straight up stand-up fight and i think demand gonna get the better of him you know saying plus 180 i take that no doubt mario i he a lot of people look at him as like one of the next top ranked fighters probably top 15 or some shit like that but he don't really strike me as that type of guy you know what i'm saying and i think demand be able to get the dub off of him for sure I don't know if he able to submit him, but shit, we saw Corey Sanhagen submit him, but that was a back, that was that was a while back as well. But I think he gonna be able to pull it off though. I think Demond gonna be able to get that dub. Yeah, man. So uh, moving on from there, we got Marlon Vera taking on Pedro Munoz. You feel me? But Marlon coming off that loss, I think he lost to Carl, uh to Corey Sanhagen in his last fight, and we ain't seen him in a minute. You know, and Pedro Munoz coming off a win. So, yeah, bro. I feel like uh, Marlon Vera probably going to be able to get this dub, man. We already know he like starts slow in the first round. And that make it a little bit scary since it's a three-round fight and not a five-round fight. But uh, I think he's going to be able to pull it off. Younger fighter, Pedro Munoz, 36. I don't think he's going to have that same type of the same type of fight to him that he had in the past. So I think Marvin Vera gonna be able to pull it off. You feel me? He looked good in his last fight though. I ain't gonna hold you. But it's like when if when the when the level of competition go up, you feel me, we see the we see the distance between Pedro Munoz and said opponent, you feel me? We saw it in the past with Dominic Cruz, fucking uh Damn. Not Aljamain, I'm tripping. Or did he fight Aljamain? I can't even fucking remember. But we ain't seen in the past with Jose Aldo, Dominic Cruz. Man, let's check it out. Fuck what they talking about. Fuck it. See, even he lost to Frankie Edgar in 2020. Frankie Edgar was pretty much done by that moment. You know what I'm saying? Lost to, lost to Sterling. He beat Cody Garbrandt, but shit, that was, that was back in 19. You understand? So, yeah, bro, it's like when the level of competition go up, we see the gap between him and said opponent, like I said, in, you know what I'm saying, like I said a few minutes ago. 
So yeah, bro. I don't see Pedro Munoz winning this fight. He could win it though. You know what I'm saying? He got power. You understand me? And he can grapple, so we could see him use that shit too. But uh, yeah, man, I think Marlon Vera gets it done. You feel me? Marlon Vera pretty decent grappler itself. We just don't never really see it like we used to, because he just knocking motherfuckers out. You or you could just say the fight go the distance though, because like I said, neither guy ne- never been stopped in the uh, UFC. So shit. I would put something on the fight to go the distance. You know what I'm saying? But I, if I had to pick a fight, if I had to pick somebody to win the fight, I'd go Marlon Vera. You understand me? And that's pretty much, that's the whole main card. And, you know, if we go to the pro, we can go to the motherfucking prelims. You got Chris Wyman and Brad Tavares. Chris Wyman coming off that uh that leg break. We ain't seen him in like two years. Two years has changed. Brad Tavares coming off back-to-back losses, and he coming off a KO loss to uh, Bruno Silva. So, yeah, bro, bro, uh, this is one of the fights that you probably want to stay away from, you feel me, because you don't really know what you're going to get, you know, but if I had to pick somebody, like I just said, I'm going to go Brad Tavares, because Chris Weidman, 39 years old, almost 40, you feel me, been on a two-year layoff, he probably rushed his hell, you know. I think Brad Tavares can probably get it by decision. You know what I'm saying? If I had to pick a specific way to win the fight. Because he's not really no knockout puncher. You know what I'm saying? He ain't no really big, no real big submission type of guy. He just that type. He just come to fight. You feel me? And he going to grind you out. Show you that his heart bigger than yours and shit. Try to get the dub. But like I said, he'd have been knocked out in his last. He got knocked out in his last fight. You feel me? And he on a losing streak. So he, he can lose. You feel me? He can lose this fight, no doubt. I can see that happening. You feel me? But, uh... Chris Wyman just old as hell now, bro. And he on that layoff, you feel me? So he gonna come in and he gonna be rested. And we just seen what happened when you come in rested with uh Gavin Tucker and uh Diego Lopez not too long ago. You feel me? And you're an older fighter at that, you understand? Now Brad Tavares is only four years younger than Chris Wyman. You feel me? So he got a lot of years on him as well, a lot of fight years on him. Cause he's been fighting for a long time. But I think he just been more active, and I think that's gonna uh that's gonna also help him play, uh, help him get the dub. You feel me? But I think he's just gonna win by decision, though. Nothing spectacular. And Gregory Rodriguez, Robocop, Dennis Tullulian. You feel me? I think Gregory Rodriguez is probably gonna win this fight by a finish. I'd probably submission, if I'm being honest. You can probably put something on a double chance like KO or KO and submission. You feel me? Because he talked about getting back to what, uh, help him get here and all that shit. You feel me? So yeah, bro. I think Gregory can uh can probably get the submission. You feel me? Because we know he like to grapple, and you know that's what he real good at. You feel me? He just was falling in love with his power and putting hands on people and shit, getting knockouts. He was like, fuck it, I might as well keep doing what this. I might as well keep doing what keep, was working. You know, but his chin not the strongest. You feel me? So, shit. If he keep this fight standing and fuck around and get get caught into it like a slug fight. Or whatever you want to call it, shit. You feel me? If you fuck around and get caught trying to do stand-up, you know what I'm saying, instead of doing what he good at or what he need to do to win the fight, then shit, he may get stopped because he coming off a loss, if I'm not mistaken, knockout loss. Yeah, so uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough if he if he do that shit. I know it's gonna fuck you up, but uh. Yeah, man, I think he's going to probably take this fight to the ground, probably look for a submission, or probably finish this fight on the ground, you know what I'm saying? 
So yeah, bro, I'm going. I'm going Gregor Rodriguez. I think submission because the odds on that is pretty decent as well. Man, I hate I gotta keep fucking logging in to this shit. Gregory by submission is a plus 220. It wouldn't be bad to sprinkle nothing on, you understand me? Because, like I said, he talked about getting back to his grappling in the past. Plus, one and five, plus 145 by knockout for Gregory is uh, also a decent bet to take as well, you feel me? Because this fight is not going to a decision, you feel me? He, anytime you see him in a RoboCop fight, shit, you, you can count on that hole not going the distance. But, yeah, I think he gets it done, though, for sure. And that's pretty much all the fights I want to talk about, you understand? Austin Hubbard and Kurt Hollibaugh, we ain't seen none, neither one of them in, like, two, three years. You know, Kurt Hollibaugh ain't fought since, like, 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Austin Hubbard ain't fought since, like, 21, 2020. So, yeah, it's been a long time since we've seen both of them boys fight. But I think Austin Hubbard is younger than Kurt Hollibaugh. So, I'll take Austin if I had to. Brad Catone and Cody Gibson, I don't know neither one of them boys. So, yeah, man. Uh, and Andre Petrovsky and uh, Gerald Mirshaf. That's going to be a, a, a decent fight to look at. Gerald Mirshaf is like a 40, 50 fight veteran. Andre Petrovsky didn't only had 11 fights. You understand? Four fights in the UFC. You understand me? So, yeah, bro. This uh, this is one of them fights where you can probably throw something on uh, GM3. You know? Maybe something by submission. I don't know, man. He real up and down, too. You understand me? So, shit. We may see something from him where he in need of a win because he coming off a knockout, coming off a KO loss as well. You know, and Petroski on a four-fight winning streak, you know, coming off a decision win. So, yeah, man. And he a submission guy, but he he real big. He look like he can knock a motherfucker out. So, I can see it happening because Gerald done been knocked out plenty of times. You understand me? But at the same time, I would I would I would sprinkle some on uh GM three. You understand me? Just to be safe. Hell yeah. Cause he got like twenty seven got like twenty seven wins by submission. Like out of like thirty six wins. So you already know what he wanna do if he get the opportunity. You feel me? Who else? You got Andre Andre Lee, Natalia Silva and uh Natalia Silva probably gonna get the dub. Kareem Silva and Marina Morose. Uh Kareem had lost to her in the past, so maybe she gets a dub in this one. In this one, I don't know though. Kareem is a bad motherfucker. She come to fight every time, and that's another, that's another one that don't never look to go to the decision. You feel me? She come out hot, guns are blazing. So I don't know though. She made a metal match in the past, so she, who knows? I ain't gonna fuck with it though. You feel me? But Natalia Silva probably gonna get this dub of Andrea Lee if I'm being honest. This is a. Uh, this is a good underdog, though. Gerald Michel, that's a good underdog to look at for sure. But, yeah, man, that's that's it, brother. You understand me? UFC, 290, UFC 292 is going down, man. Yeah, man, appreciate everybody for coming through and checking this hoe out. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and also subscribe to the YouTube channel. You feel me? And with that, I said, and with that said I'm out, man. Peace.